You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome to another episode of Travel Talk Weekly. Rob and Carrie Stewart here, coming to you from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio in St. Petersburg, Florida. This is show number 117, original air date, January 5th, 2022. And yes, the holidays are over and we are beginning a brand new year. Super excited about that and one that we hope will bring lots of changes to the travel industry in a very positive way. I just can't believe how fast 2021 went and the holidays just seem to fly by even faster. And plus, we actually stay very busy during the holidays. This is probably the busiest those two weeks have been for us. We have a lot going on. We have our agent event. A lot of people are traveling, so that's exciting. We traveled again for Christmas. We have some new agents on board. So yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. From a travel sense, it really started feeling normal again. What we really need is for cruising to get back to normal. But also, no masks on airplanes or anywhere for that matter, like, I don't know, Disney. More and more doctors are saying that cloth masks don't work. We knew that almost two years ago, and I got blasted for even suggesting that. Oh, what are you, crazy? You're not a doctor. I'm like, yeah, the doctors are saying the cloth masks don't work. It just took them a while to come around to it. Yeah, it was nice not having to wear masks, though, at the Gaylord event this year. And because in 2020, we had to completely while we were indoors. This past week, the CDC, the Center for Discouraging Cruising, once again tried to kill an entire industry. Yeah, they recommended that no one cruise. I think the public's trust level with these bureaucrats is at an all-time low. I mean, it's pretty easy for them to sit in their offices. They're still getting a paycheck. And meanwhile, tens of thousands of cruise employees won't be getting theirs. And not to mention the tens and tens of thousands of cruisers that either can't cruise or their cruise got canceled. And also all the travel agents that have all that lost commission. So it's not just, hey, we're going to cancel this cruise or we're just going to cancel this industry. That industry touches so many people, including all the people that work in the ports that are completely dependent on these cruise lines coming in every week. And to be clear, the cruise lines have not shut down again. They're still traveling. Yes. The CDC is just putting out some pretty strong statements on why you shouldn't cruise. Cruises take so many precautions that they are requiring all passengers to be vaccinated. We're kind of used to that by now. Plus, they have to take a test prior to even getting on the ship, even if they're vaccinated. And the Cruise Line International Association, which is the big lobbying organization, put out a very strong statement that I agree with that I'm going to read. And they said, quote, the decision by the CDC to raise the travel level for cruising is particularly perplexing, considering that cases identified on cruise ships consistently make up a very slim minority of the total population on board, far fewer than on land, and the majority of those cases are asymptomatic or mild in nature, posing little to no burden on medical resources on board or on shore. No setting can be immune from this virus. However, it is also the case that cruise provides one of the highest levels of demonstrated mitigation against the virus. Cruise ships offer a highly controllable environment with science-backed measures. Known testing and vaccination levels are far above other venues or modes of transportation and travel and significantly lower incident rates than land, end quote. Bottom line, 
If you have a cruise booked, plan on going. We've had many clients and agents travel in the past months since the return of cruising this past summer, and they all say the same thing. It was a great experience, and we loved how low the crowds were. Yeah, and also we have had some clients who did have to cancel because they tested positive, and that was prior to boarding. So think about that. The protocols are working. Some of you may know that in 2021, I took my love of luxury watches and turned it into a business. I still wear my two-tone Tag Heuer watch that you gave me for my wedding present. And I myself just got my first luxury watch, a Meistersinger, and that is a German-made watch with Swiss movement, but it only has one hand. So if you need to know the exact time, this probably won't be the brand for you. I love the simplicity and elegance of it. It is very nice. And for exact times, we all have our phones for that. So I will keep wearing my luxury watches. Here are the few brands that I have right now. Omega, Panerai, Hublot, Bell & Ross, and two brand new in-the-box limited editions, never to be worn. And they're both one of only 100 made in the world. One is a Ulysse Nardin, and the other is a men's Meistersinger watch. So if you love luxury watches, or maybe you're just curious as to why people like Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary say they are great investments and his best investment class, reach out to me or follow Passport to Time Pieces on Instagram and Facebook. I can also help you source just about any watch that you want. Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe, or even a six-figure Richard Mill. Those things are crazy. Yes, they are. 2021, the year in travel. Definitely a series of ups and downs. At the beginning of the year, we did not think that mandatory vaccines would happen for anyone, you know, because the politicians said they wouldn't and couldn't, and then of course they did. That changed fast. Disney World at one point eliminated the mandatory masks in July, only to bring them back a few weeks later. And individual countries are changing their requirements so fast that you need a spreadsheet just to keep up with it. And I have to tell clients, pretty much we say once we're about 10 days out or a week out, let's revisit because things can and will change. Mexico still seems like the place to go in the Caribbean. No vaccine requirements, just a negative COVID test. And some countries in Europe have radically changed their policies in the last month. So if you're planning international travel, check with your travel agent on a regular basis just to make sure you are in the know with the latest requirements. Traveling in the U.S. is starting to get back to where it used to be. Flights over Christmas were the busiest since the shutdown. A very good sign. And this week, we're bringing you a few of our favorite travel hacks. And this is the same advice that we give our clients. And we even put one on the list that I hadn't even thought about until this past week. But yes, as we said, travel is coming back. But so are some people's bad manners. I know. A bad sign is people going nuts on airplanes. And here are my thoughts. First, Our politicians have really turned us against each other, vax versus no vax, wearing a mask or not, or even not wearing it the right way, as evidenced by someone called Delta Karen. On a recent flight, she was caught verbally assaulting an older gentleman because he was not wearing his mask. The reason is that he was eating. But that didn't stop Karen, not her real name of course, from just going off on the guy. When the whole time, while she was yelling at him, she had her mask pulled down. You have got to see the video to believe it. And yes, she got arrested when the plane landed in Atlanta. There seem to be a lot more incidents involving unruly passengers, for sure. And one possible reason is that on a lot of the flights, they are not doing drink service anymore. 
and especially on those shorter flights. But ironically, on this flight, they were serving drinks, I understand. But when people know that there will be no alcoholic beverages on board, they may drink a little too much before the flight at the airport. And that is not a good combo for an already heightened emotion in the travel world. There are lots of things you can do as you plan your 2022 trips. So here are our top 10 travel hacks for 2022 and beyond. Keep in mind, this is not a complete list because there can be dozens and dozens of tips. And some will vary depending on the type of trip. The first one is very important, and we will continue to say this throughout the year, and that is always get trip insurance. If the pandemic has taught us anything, it's always to have trip insurance. We recommend it to our clients. We require that our travel advisors offer it to their clients. There are just too many things that could happen. And we actually, just the past two days, we talked to a client that had declined travel protection and totally regretted that decision when their flight was canceled. And then we had another client who got an annual policy. And when the vacation points company that they booked the trip with wouldn't work with her to help her cancel after she became ill, the trip insurance was able to step in and help out. Number two, when flying, try your best to not check any bags and get good luggage. With flight cancellations and delays being higher than we can remember, it's a great idea to not check bags. I have a travel backpack and also a carry-on spinner bag from eBags, and that has been my go-to brand lately. Yeah, and I just use my Briggs & Riley on just about every trip, and I have had that bag for almost 30 years. I wrote in 25. I I didn't know it was 30. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This next hack is really not something we think too much about, but it does make sense. When staying in a hotel, have a rubber doorstop with you. And this is even more important when traveling solo. It's a very inexpensive way to prevent someone from coming into your room unannounced. Yeah, and those are like really cheap and light. Number four, get a rewards credit card. Now, we have one main credit card that we use, and we use it because it's the one where we get rewards. Now, it may only be 1% to 2% if they have specials and stuff, but it's better than nothing. We also pay that card off about once a week. Do not carry a balance on these cards, because if you do, you're defeating the whole reason to get a rewards call. Any interest charge will most likely be higher than the reward cash you're earning. And that's really how they get you. Like, oh, we'll give you a 3% cash back on this, this, and this. And then you carry a balance and it's 19% interest. And yeah, so basically the credit card companies still know how to make money out of that. Absolutely. Number five, and this is something that I had no idea. I I knew you kind of could do it, but not the way this expert did. Yeah. And that is buying airline miles. So there are a lot of people who specialize in using points that are way smarter than Rob and I are. That's not our specialty. But if you follow any of them, you actually can pick up some really good pointers. And Wait, did you say pointers? I did. From this next person called the points guy. Yeah, and the one I heard this past week was from the points guy, who he is one of the first people to teach about using airline points and credit card points and hotel points for travel. And he shared something that he did. So he already knew he was going to be going to Finland at some time in the near future. So he found an offer to purchase 200,000 points with Finnair. And I think it was like a little under 3,000. I could be remembering that incorrectly. He said he purchased all of those points because he could redeem them for first class round trip tickets. And that would be a much better price than if he were to just flat out buy the Finnair first class tickets. And you really have to do some math on this. And we recommend you only look into this option if you are already planning on taking that trip, not the other way around. But also buying this 200,000 points did is it all automatically took him to the top level of the rewards program. Yeah. 
So lots of different little hacks on that. Number six is something we've mentioned before, and it's worth mentioning again because we just did it on our last trip, and that is charge everything to your hotel room. In our case, it was Marriott. Now, on the last trip, we actually stayed at two Marriott hotels, the Bohemian and the Gaylord, and anything we could, we charged to the room. Food, drinks, at the Bohemian, even valet parking counted because that goes on your room bill. That way you get hotel points. Now, the two main companies are Marriott and Hilton. And what a lot of people do is they just use a credit card for everything they buy. Do you want to put a credit card on file? No, no, I'll just pay as I go, which means they're not getting those points. If you use your rewards credit card to pay for your final bill, you're getting both the credit card points and the hotel points. And something very important to know here is that if you do book a hotel like a Marriott or Hilton property through a third-party company, like many people do on those online booking sites, for example, Expedia, that we don't recommend, <laughs> compare the pricing because... What a lot of people don't know is you cannot earn rewards points on bookings done with a third party, only direct bookings. And lately, we still find the best pricing is when you book direct and they have the most generous cancellation options or at least multiple ones to choose from. On a recent trip to Disney in November, we totally forgot this next tip and that is number seven, always have chargers with you for all of your electronics. And our laptop being an Apple MacBook Air, it's a different charger for the computer than for our iPad and phones. But thankfully, Amazon came to the rescue. Yeah, and if you do travel a lot, you may want to get duplicates so you can just keep them in your travel bag. That's even a better idea. So that extra one we bought, we just keep that in, you know, in our in our go bag. Number eight is make sure you have enough of your important medications to get you through your trip and a few days beyond just in case your travel gets interrupted. And, you know, this is anything that's like a prescription drug that's required. I know you like to make sure you have some antacids, your Breathe Right strips. I do like my berry flavored Tums and my Breathe Right strips, especially because the hotel rooms are so dry. Yeah, And even just some basic things like having some aspirin and just basic medication with you. Travel hack number nine. And this is something we were just talking about last night. Passports. Do not wait to renew your passport. Or if you don't have one, don't wait until you have a trip booked. You never know when a last-minute deal will come up for a trip to the Caribbean, and you don't want to miss out because of either not having a passport or it expired. They're valid for 10 years, so don't worry about getting one and not needing it right away. It can take 8 to 12 weeks or even longer depending on the passport office in your area. And it's doubtful you have one in your area because there are not that many that are open right now. Having a passport will make you a much more spontaneous traveler. And keep in mind that your passport should be valid for six months after the last day of your trip. So if yours is expiring in six months from now, renew it right now. Do not wait. And we do recommend you submit your renewals at least a year out to give you some cushion just in case things get backed up even more. One thing we used to hear often is that, well, I've got my original birth certificate and a driver's license, so I'm good to go on a cruise. If something happens, like say, oh no, maybe you test positive for COVID while on your trip, if, you're, if you can't get back on the ship, you're going to have to have a passport to be able to fly back to the U.S. Number 10, I had not heard about this one either until you mentioned it. You had some good ones this month. You had some good ones this week. <laughs> yeah, so this one is, if you're ever staying in a hotel and you are getting like some takeout and you have leftovers, one of the things that I learned years ago is if in your hotel room they have those shower caps, you can actually use that as kind of like a lid on your leftovers. And so if you have those little refrigerators, or maybe you're going to take it with you when you leave, those actually are really good coverage because we usually don't travel with saran wrap. And sometimes those boxes 
aren't enough to keep it nice and fresh. Keep in mind, this will not work for like takeout pizza because they'd have to have a giant shower cap to cover that pizza box. (laughs) That is true. And finally, here is a bonus tip for those of you that drive for your vacations, especially if you're doing that in winter weather. Just the other day, drivers on I-95 in Virginia were caught in a traffic jam so long that the Virginia Department of Transportation shut down a 50-mile section of that highway in both directions near Fredericksburg. That's just crazy. So here's our tip. Always have bottles of water and some snacks with you in the car. Some of these people were trapped for over 20 hours. That's also why you should fill up your gas tank before your trip, especially if you drive in the winter. The last thing you want is to run out of gas on a highway in the middle of winter in a 50-plus mile traffic jam. And the same goes with snacks and beverages on the plane. If you're stuck on the tarmac, don't expect the airlines to offer food and drinks. Just keep in mind, you cannot bring liquids through the TSA screening yet. So when you get to airside, you know, buy a bottle of water or two. Yeah, or just bring an empty bottle of water and then fill it up once you're airside. So there you have it. 10 travel hacks for 2022, plus a little bonus. Thanks again for joining this week. We anticipate that the 2022 travel wave season, as they call it in the cruise industry, will be filled with some really, really great cruise offers. And we're already seeing many come in, not just for cruising, but also for land vacations. So get with us or your Creating Magic Vacations travel advisor to get that trip booked and be able to book with confidence knowing you're working with one of the best team of travel partners. The world is a book, and those that don't travel read only a page. So why don't you start turning some pages in your passport? And it's 2022, so let's level up your travel vacation. 